Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Kurt Warner, the Hall of Famer, will be with us in mere moments with Gresham Fourier. We got an amazing big deal, no big deal for you coming up at uh, 1248. And uh, we're all going to hell for uh, for this one. And uh, Mark Daniels of uh, Mass Live just dropped a uh, just dropped a column there uh, on Mass Live about uh Drafting a quarterback and then uh, signing a veteran in free agency. And uh, we will get to all of that. So we're uh, we're waiting to get uh, Kurt Warner loaded up. You know what? While we have a moment then, let me, because uh, I know I'm, uh, I'm subscribed to uh, all this here about, uh, let's go to uh, Mark Daniels and sort of a, uh, see what uh, he has written. So Karen Garigian has just retweeted all of this as well on the Patriots have identified a plan to reshape their quarterback depth chart. And it's really not that, you know, it's not that far of a departure of, uh, of what we thought. Really, it's more of the confirming that they are going to bring in a veteran. So as it's written, Two months ahead of the uh, 24 draft, things are beginning to come into focus at the uh, top of the board. Patriots are zeroing in, or excuse me, on one plan in particular. It says the team's brain trust arrived in Indy with a plan in place. It is a three-step process where the Patriots, according to multiple sources, are planning to draft a quarterback with the number three pick. One NFL executive outside of New England relayed, it's widely expected in league circles that uh, quarterbacks will be selected with the first three picks of the draft. Uh, The team interviewed both prospects this week, yada, 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 as I'm trying to uh, get through this here quickly. Uh, just trying to see if there was any lean on here. Here we go. Free agents to watch could be Jacoby Brissett and Joe Flacco. I don't know. We'll have to uh, get back to that. And that's where your Alex Van Pelt references come into play. But joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline, a guy who knows a thing or three about quarterbacking. He is a pro football Hall of Famer. You see him on NFL Network here occasionally on Westwood One as well. 
Kurt Warner is with Gresh and Fourier here on WEEI. Kurt, uh, good morning, I think, where you are. How are you? It is the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, How early is it, though, really? Oh, no. yeah. Well, you NFLers. Oh, it's it's you, not that early. Yeah, not that early. And, and you NFLers get up early anyway. I think it's just ingrained that after so many years in the league, it's all – I almost think, like, for some of you guys, like Christian, it's like an automatic alarm that kind of wakes you up because there's the fear of, oh, my God, am I late to a meeting or something like that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, do, I still do get up early. I, I thought that was more seven kids than it was uh, the fact that I played in the NFL for a while. But uh, I still like to get up and get my workout in early and then, uh, and then the rest of the day and, and everything else can start. So got my workout in and I'm ready to go. Look at that. See, something we have in common already. He's got seven. I got seven. How about that? Oh, I, oh, look at it, that. It couldn't be the workout oh, thing. Kindred spirits. <laughs> you know, before, hey, Kurt, before we get into these quarterbacks and the combine and all that stuff and evaluating them, we've been, you know, Gresh and I have been going back and forth about uh, these, uh, the, the player grades that were just released, you know, and I'm curious how important was the family aspect of uh, from the teams that you were on like how important was what the teams and the organizations provided you to make it easier for you to play I mean it was important but it wasn't that important um you know the fact that you can still go to your job and you can still um you know, do what you need to do um you know I was in some places that that needed some big time upgrades without a doubt uh, but, you know, sometimes I wonder if that even brought us together closer as a team as we, uh, you know, grumbled in the locker room about the food that we had or, or the amenities. Uh, I remember when we went to the Super Bowl in, in 08 from Arizona and we went down to, to Tampa's new facility and we were all kind of in awe, like, what, what are you talking about? Why, why can't we have some of this stuff? But, um, you know, I think the bottom line is you, is you learn to, to manage with what you have. Um, you always look and want upgrades and you want to, you know, them to make it easier and, and, you know, different things. I remember, you know, just the first time we got like a TV and, and sound system in the locker room and what that did for, you know, guys to be able, Edger and James was kind of our guy that would, would run the music, but, you know, put the music in the locker room and what that did for all of us, just kind of, you know, having fun and, and being able to, to, or wanting to be in the locker room together and, and guys gravitating from their different positions, you know, over to where the radio was. Cause you know, when you're in the league, you know, a lot of times as well, DBs are over here and offensive linemen over there and quarterbacks over here. Uh, always nice when you can have those moments to bring everybody together. So, you know, I think there is some importance and some, and some really good things that can come from all of that. I mean, the nutrition obviously is a huge piece now that wasn't really a part of it when I was playing. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I mean, you know, with Arizona, as they were upgrading all of that stuff, we, we still went to the Super Bowls. So, you know, so you can still be successful and find ways to be successful. But, I mean, everybody likes to have the best of everything. You know, I always find it interesting with, you know, these grading systems. Is like, you know, for me, it, you know, for grading, you know, ownership or, or facilities, I've only been to a, a couple. You know, it's not like, you know, I, I know all 32 owners well enough to, to grade them. So I'm always, interesting when, always interested when they, you know, have this guy's ranked 32. I mean, how many people know all of these owners to be able to grade all of these things where they're at, how do they determine that? But, but oh, well, I mean, it's, you, you deal with what you have to deal with, and everybody always wants a little bit more. The legend Kurt Warner with Gresh and Fourier. And, Kurt, I'm curious where you land on evaluating quarterbacks coming into the NFL. Clearly the Patriots are at the number three pick. There are three quarterbacks that are rumored to be top three, top five picks. But when you flip on the tape or you get to talk to one of these kids – what is it, Kurt Warner, that you're trying to figure out to know whether they can be really successful in the NFL? Uh, the bottom line for me is I just want to know how quickly they can process information. Because at the end of the day, I believe that's what it's all about, is that you know, no matter how talented you are, can you see it, can you process it, and can you make the proper decision in doing that? Because what we know is that it takes, you know, you get four or five seconds is all you get to process all the information that the NFL is going to throw at you and with the, you know, the best athletes in the world. And so that's what I want to know. I mean, it can look a lot of different ways in how you process and what you do with it. But I got to know that you can process it. And 
that to me is, is why I'm not a big draft guy. Um, you know, I, I cover it and I do my job and I, and I try to do the best that I can. But what I realize is every one of these guys has to be better in the NFL. Like nobody's going to be able to stand pat with what we see on film in college and be great at the NFL level. It just, it's not going to happen. You know, those guys are rare that are just so good at the college level that they don't have to get any better and can be great at the NFL level. Most guys have to improve. And so not only are we trying to project who they are, what they can do, watch the film, different offenses, all that stuff, but then we're also trying to project, okay, who's got the ability to move forward? You know, and, and so I can use my example, right? I played one year in college. There's no way I was the same player in college that when I got to the NFL, you know, really in 99 and made my run, I was a completely different player. How about Tom Brady? Tom Brady was a good college quarterback, not a great college quarterback, and he just continued to ascend and get better and better and better to become one of the greats. And then we've got plenty of guys on the other side that were great college players, and they couldn't make the jump, and they never got any better, and they disappeared in the NFL. And so that, to me, is why this is so hard. Is It's not apples to apples in what we're looking at, but then the bottom line is, who's got the ability to get better, right? Who's got the ability to improve incrementally every year to improve their craft and to do it against the best in the world. And that's a complete unknown for anybody, no matter what anybody tells you. I knew that guy. No, you didn't know that because none of us know how these guys are going to move forward and and what, you know, we use that word ceiling all the time. We never really know what a guy's ceiling is until they get to it. Once they get to it and we go, oh, gosh, okay, that's where it was. Uh, You know, and some guys, again, Tom Brady's, I think, a great example. It seemed like he got better every single year of his career. And you're just sitting there going, like, how's the guy's 45? How's he keep getting better? But that feeling, he just continued to push the envelope, and not everybody has the ability to do that. Uh, I think that's great. I was just uh, referencing, looking at one of your tweets, and this is funny. Uh, this is why I wanted to talk to you, because in the end you said – you said you're not a draft guy because uh, you have no confidence that you can know with the QB position, and I agree with you. There's an aspect of luck that is involved in that, and with that, Kurt, I am curious because uh, you, you you have watched some film of some of these guys. If you are picking, um, what is more important for you, the, the, the actual what these guys show on tape or what you see when you see them run, jump, and sprint at the combine? <laughs> obviously obviously it's the tape but i will tell you the combine to me would be as much about the interviews as it would be about anything else is like i want to be able to take the tape and then i want to be able to take the player and go tell me what you were seeing tell me what you were thinking give me the process here on this play so they i can connect the two that's what i don't get the opportunity to do i get to watch the film i don't get to connect the mental to the physical. So that would be the biggest thing. But, you know, I'm doing a little piece for, for NFL Plus um, just about the combine because I know a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, why do we guys even go to the combine? What does the combine do for us? I tell you what, what, I, what I watch when I watch at the quarterbacks at the combine is I want to see how they throw different footballs. I want to see if they've got the ability to understand how to make the different throws. So that's technique, you know, what their footwork looks like because that to me – translates a lot of these guys they're forced to go under center for the first time and they look so awkward and they struggle and so that kind of lets me know okay where's where is he at in the process if I want to be a guy that goes under center if I want to be an offense that goes under center I want to see how quickly they get the ball out I want to see their ability to throw with touch right when we show throw these go routes in the combine you got guys that try to throw it 65 yards and I just shake my head because it's like I don't care. You're not, don't throw it 65 yards in a game. I want you to throw it 45 yards with touch early so your guy can go adjust and make the catch, and you're not throwing it 10 yards over his head just because you have a cannon arm. So I look at things like that, like the fluidity of how they, that they play and the fluidity of how they throw the football. Do, can they put touch on it? Can they have timing? So those are things that I do glean from, uh, from the combine. You know, I, I go back a number of years ago because I remember when I first started covering it. And Russell Wilson and Kirk Cousins were at the Combine that year, okay? Neither of them were necessarily the most highly touted guys. But I left the Combine going, those, watch those two guys. Those two guys just understood how to play and throw the football. And, you know, so I just kind of mark it in my mind. I don't go tell anybody because I have no idea really 
does that really correlate? How does it correlate, even though I think it does? And then I look back here 10 years later and go, there you go. Those two guys are guys that I never see throw the ball 100 miles an hour. They understand how to throw and how to play the position, and it's gone a long way for both of them to have really, really good careers. So those are the kind of things I look at the combine, even though, to your point, film is always going to be more important. Sitting down in an interview room is always going to be more important than how fast they run a 40 or or how well they throw against air. But I think there are things that you can pull from it if you're looking at the right things. So we're talking to Kurt Warner. And, Kurt, uh, last one for me. Um, with that, with everything you just said, so you've watched – have you watched the top three guys? Have you watched Williams, May, and Daniels yet? Yeah, yeah I've watched the top six, basically, yeah. Okay, so – out of most people's sport. Okay, so can you rank them or can you tell me – are we all <clears> – <throat> is it true that Caleb Williams is the best quarterback? Do you see something different in Drake, May, that we maybe you know the average person – couldn't recognize are we are we are we not giving jj mccarthy enough credit um you know so yeah i I think caleb is the best quarterback you know because i think he has the traits the really special traits um and playmaking ability and kind of feel for the game that very few guys have um you know his tape is kind of tough because some of their offenses some of the games i watch i'm like i hate this offense doesn't give him a chance (laughs) to process but I've watched some other games where I go, okay, here's a game that gives me more of an idea. I think when you see a guy do it at his level for, you know, two-plus years, um, you know, I think you can put all that together and, and say he's the best, you know, prospect to come into the NFL, um, you know, of this class. Uh, you know, and then, yeah, you put McCarthy in there. I think a lot of people have Jaden Daniels in there along with Drake May. Um, and so, you know, the thing with McCarthy that's really tough for me is, yeah, it was more of a pro-style offense. They asked him to do, you know, maybe a, a few more things than other guys might do from a, a pro perspective. But he never had to carry the team. You know, he was a guy that would throw the ball 22, 23 times a game. You know, the pressure wasn't on him to have to throw and make plays and, and, and continually carry the team. And so that's always a hard one for me, um, you know, to look at a guy like that and, and automatically put him up there because we never saw that. Like, I want to see him in a couple games where it was like, we have to throw to win. You know, we, we've got to win with our quarterback if I'm going to take a guy as a franchise guy. Um, you know, although there's some things to like there. Um, and then, you know, to me, you know, the other two guys are very interesting. You know, Jaden Daniels, uh, his, all the physical ability to, to run around, um, you know, his ability and the way he played last year was so good. Um, you know, I just watched the Ole Miss game last night, and it was some really good stuff from a processing standpoint. So uh, I'm kind of liking what I'm seeing there. Drake May is interesting because he's big, he's strong, he's got the big arm, uh, but there's a level of inconsistency uh, with him throwing the football, and that always worries me. And, you know, I always use the comparison, though, to, to, to Patrick Mahomes. It was like Patrick Mahomes in college, if you watched him, you know, the technique was kind of loose and all over the place. He would do certain things that you're like, oh, my gosh, you can't do that in the NFL. And it wasn't until he got to the NFL where I think he kind of settled in and we got to see his entire skill set and, you know, his game elevated from where he was in college. And so, you know, with Drake May, that there's some things there that, that concern me just from a consistency standpoint, you know, is his technique in the pocket. Yes, stuff that can be cleaned up. But to me, it's hard to really lift a guy that, you know, and it's been just about every tape I've watched where he just misses what I call layups, like throws in front of him and he just he wildly misses those throws, you know, four, five, six times in a game. And that concerns me. Yes, it can be something that can easily be cleaned up. It can be a confidence or a comfort thing. Um, but that concerns me a little bit um, just when you're watching it on tape over and over again. It's like, okay, why, why is he missing as many layups as he's missing, because I believe that's where, you know, day one and to be a starting quarterback in the NFL, that's where it has to start is you have to make the layups. You have to make the simple reads. You got to make the simple throws. And if you can't do that, it's always going to put your team behind the eight ball. Great stuff from uh, Hall of Famer Kurt Warner, who knows just a little bit about playing the quarterback position in the NFL. Great breakdown, Kurt. Thanks for the time. We really appreciate it and uh, would love to circle back down the road. Sounds great. Let's do it. Take All right, care, buddy. Guys. Thanks, Kurt. Kurt, thank you. There goes the legend, Kurt Warner. That was some breakdown. Wow. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash BostonWEEI. And check out WEEI on YouTube for our video-on-demand content updated daily. Now, more of Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. 1224, Gresh and Fourier here with you. Kurt Warner just joined us. Uh, recruiting oh. for me. What's that now? Yo, you're what now? Oh, are you serious, man? Oh, yeah, man. I will tell you this. So his son, EJ, um, was at Temple. So all this stuff that, that Kurt's talking about, his son 1,000% has, and I'll tell you why. Because when Kayla was being recruited by Temple, I was like, ah, let me go check out Temple's film. I'm watching. I don't know anybody. I would never watch Temple for any other reason. And I'm like, wow, this quarterback is legit. Mm-hmm. How the hell did he end up at Temple? Watch another film. I'm like, he's doing everything that Kurt Warner is talking about. I started thinking about, like, this guy's tape is unbelievable, even at a low level, lower level, I would say. Um, and sure enough, he left, hopped in the portal. Nobody recognizes his talent. And now he's at Rice. But he's legit. His son is legit. He will be in the league, like, flat out. He's so smart. He's so accurate. And and Temple had no offensive line, zero offensive line. He was getting he was getting chased every last second. And Kurt has a whole little thing he does on YouTube about all this stuff. And it was really really interesting to hear like a high level PhD type quarterback talk about the quarterback position. Not some dude that just took a class and like got his scouting degree and now is an all twenty two crew guy as opposed to this guy who admittedly says, don't ask me about the quarterbacks. I have no clue. Zero clue on whether you will be good as opposed to that guy being good. Even while he was speaking, Gresh, I was sitting there listening to him, and I'm like, I just wrote down, you can talk yourself out of any of these guys. In or out of. Yeah, Any of them. Any of them. No doubt. Doesn't matter. I think uh, the one thing that I took away from Warner is – there is uh, chatter all the time. Arm strength, arm talent. There's a difference between arm strength and arm talent. And I think Kurt Warner hit on it. Like he even said, I don't need you to throw it 65 and let a guy run underneath of it. I need to know you can throw it 45 with touch. Yep. And there's so much made that is so silly on arm strength 
arm talent is where it's at because this is now the fourth person, and this is even aside from some of the stuff that uh, Alex Van Pelt said to Patriots Twitter. This is now the fourth person, whether it's a quarterback or an offensive coordinator, when we ask them what is the what's one of the first things or the first thing you look for on a quarterback. Anticipation, which is the whole being able to process information. Anticipation and accuracy. All four of them have highlighted that before the ability to throw the ball as far as you want to. The worst quarterbacks I've ever played with have always had one thing in common amongst other things, and it was they all had a super strong arm, and they all couldn't wait to, sh- to prove it. They couldn't wait to prove how hard and far they could throw. More specifically for me, hard, because I'm not going anywhere deeper than 10 yards. I was going to say, you're catching a 10-yard curl route, and the yeah. guy's throwing you a 99-mile-an-hour yeah. fastball. Yeah, or some you know seam route every now and then, but some variation of 10 yards, whether it's be an in or an out or a hook or a flat route. I'm like, dude, calm the hell down. The one thing I, I said about Brady is that I didn't necessarily think he had – he didn't have a stronger arm than Rohan Davey. You know, he didn't. Rohan was like a cannon, but it was so much harder to catch. It was a nightmare. It was like there is no – everything was fifth gear. There was no third gear. So when Kurt Warner was talking about the – I'd rather have 45 in touch and anticipation than 65 in cannon, like absolutely talk to any wide receiver and ask them what the most important thing is. A catchable ball. Mm-hmm. Dude, like, put it where you got to put it. Don't throw me into coverage. Give me a shot. Well, uh, I I think we're also learning the more people that we talk to is that the quarterback's mind matters. Maybe even more than a lot of the physical stuff. Because if you can't handle it mentally, and and, and it's more than... You know, reading defenses, there's the offensive load that's going to be put on you. There's digesting the playbook. You know, there are those who say quarterbacks have to have all the answers. And in a way, they kind of do. Or else they've got Joe Andruzzi and Christian Fourier yelling to a quarterback at the line of scrimmage, it's the other way! (laughs) You know, which even happened to the great Uh... Tom Brady. But uh, just landing more and more on the anticipation the accuracy, and then for me, my quarterback has to have a little bit of uh, je ne sais quoi, as you would say, as some would say. A set? Nah, meaning when the guy walks in the room, you kind of know a dude walks th- walked in the room. You know what I mean by that? Like you and I at the beginning of the year, we were very much on Billy O's going to be good. We saw Mac, and it looked like, that rookie sort of way he carried himself was back. You know, there was a lot of confidence. Hey, we're on there. the island. Yeah, stay there. Right. That's what he told us. Right. Remember that? And I, but whether the guy, again, more quarterbacks flame out in the NFL than make it. So, you know, the fact that you made it there is a pretty damn big achievement unto itself. But that's the other thing, too. You know, when, when the guy walks down the hall, and it's not the, oh, there goes so-and-so, but it's pretty damn close. You know, like when Tom Brady walked around, it was, oh, my God, there's Tom Brady. Yeah, but that's earned. That that's, that doesn't happen right away. No, it, it, it's Cause true. Because they're still wearing their college sweats. No, but you have to but you have to have it, meaning it's it's got to be in you to come out. Yeah. I think a lot of the guys that fail in the NFL, it's because either they can't get people to believe in them or their confidence just gets shot, and maybe they come in big, you know, bull-chested, and then it's like you know, you're kind of hanging your head by year four, and it's like, okay, it's not going to work out for you. You've had a nice career. Go on to sell real estate or something like that. So I, I will say this. So I, uh, I don't want to – I want to remind you of this for the, the 1 o'clock hour. Please. The, ta- the, the tape versus uh, uh, talent. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the one thing that I think kind of stood out also, with our conversation with Kurt Warner, was um, how much you change, right? Mm-hmm. So my question to you is, how important is the fact that some of these quarterbacks are really old? Bo Nix is old. Penix is old. J.J. J. J. McCarthy is not. 
He's young. He's Caleb, only, Caleb he's, Williams went to a uh, basically a prep school, and he's actually he reclassed. I don't even know if J.J. McCarthy is 21. No, he is 21. Did he, he turn 21? He is 21. Um, and uh, Caleb Williams went to a prep school. I'm just going to call it a prep school. I think people here understand what that is. But he basically reclassed, so he was older when he was a freshman. He was already a year behind. J.J. McCarthy turned 21 on January 20th. Yeah, he's a baby. Okay? And the other guys, Bo Nix, old couple different schools, uh, Penix, couple different schools. Probably, I think he's closer to 25. Um, Caleb Williams is still relatively young, but again, he's he's old for a college student. He should be graduating, right? And so, I, I based on that, you would sit there and go, "It's the old Brandon Whedon effect." Brandon Whedon oh. left college, went to play Chris Wanky. <laughs> yeah, both guys right took their shot at a baseball career, failed. Went back and both were drafted in the first round, and they were over twenty six years old. Right. Well, so, Winky, I think I drafted at twenty eight, and Whedon I was. I think Whedon was twenty eight. I think you know what? I think they were both very. Well, Whedon were, was. So I guess I just answered my own question. Well, did you really? Or well, yeah, it doesn't matter. Did you get to it? Or? No, it doesn't matter because Whedon was drafted. Winky, Winky, Winky. <sighs> You know he was old, almost 29. Do you know how old Wanky is now? I didn't He's got to be 45. He's 51. We're he's, the same age. He's in between us. What? That I, is I'm blown away. I'm I'm kind of Well, with he you won on the that. Heisman as as an old guy too. He was 28 in 2000 when he won the Heisman. But see, that's not even fair. That's not you that's not even COVID. I do remember stories about him because he was the, before NIL, before real money in college football. Like he had, he had his own money. He had a house. He had a kid. He was driving in a nice car. Oh yeah, that wasn't provided he, by a booster. Oh my God. Well, I think the I think the reason Winky left the league is because there wasn't enough childcare back yeah. then. Good so grief. if if Kurt Warner's issue is, hey, these guys, you got to see these guys get better. Have you seen the ceiling for Bo Nix and Michael Penix and J.J. McCarthy have the greatest upside? Yeah, I. Uh, there's a couple of things to take into account onto that. Just the straight age, number one. Uh, the maturity level of the athlete. Like, J.J. McCarthy might be a more mature 21-year-old than another guy who is a 24 or a 25 year old that might go that would go a long way for me because the younger you go the more i need to know that there's the maturity in you that you're going to work hard and you're going to it isn't the oh i've arrived and then you kind of skip some steps along the way i think penix I, I look you and i never had this discussion on air i'm out on penix cuz he's a lefty let alone the whole what's he 25 with bad knees and it feels like they he feels like malik cunningham in a way like this is what he is at that position, and with Malik, it's not good enough to play in the league. With Penix, it might be good enough to survive in the league, but that's not a franchise guy, in my opinion. You know, Nick's kind of the same thing. If I need a young guy who might be able to come in and play right away but never maybe reach a big-time level, Bo Nix is probably the guy you go with. See, I, and, and that's why it's like, all right, um, I like Bo Nix. But I think his measurables, his speed, and all those other intangible, all those tangible things that they're going to be measuring during the combine are going to knock him down. They're going to knock him down and be like, well, he didn't blow me out of the water. And maybe he could have made up some ground if he ran a 4 5, like a Marcus Mariota. Or if he, if we, if we, he shows me that he's got a really good three cone drill, he interviews really well. I'm like, wow, I didn't, wow, forget about the fact that he's 6 1. When I think about uh, a guy like Bo Nix, I look at Atlanta, not in the first round, but in the second round. Because to me, Knicks feels like a guy played in multiple systems, played in the SEC, played in the Pac-12, played in big games. You know, that's a guy who I think has a certain level of experience that if you kind of got to go with a young guy and you might not want to spend your first rounder on a quarterback or you might not love those dudes, I could see Knicks being a fit on a team that's got some pieces. And it's like, okay, can you sort of pick it up where you left off at Oregon? And you might not be great, but just don't turn it over, move the offense. We got talent. We can rely on other people. But I, I think there's a clear – I personally think these one, two, and three guys, everybody is going to be all over the board on them. I think people will just land on Caleb Williams as number one because of the Heisman and the hype more than anything else. I know, but but I don't think there's Jaden Daniels. Like, I, I don't think there's a massive. Uh, I, first of all, I don't 
think any of these guys are really going to pop at a major level. Like, I don't think there's a superstar in there. I think they're good quarterbacks who will have nice careers. But I don't know if there's a game changer among these three. That's why for me right now, I'm just kind of apoplectic and like, okay. You know, there are things I don't like about Caleb Williams. There are things I don't really love about Drake May. I don't love that Jaden Daniels is, what, 205 pounds or something like that. But there's a lot of other things to be able to like about these guys. The problem is what you started this segment with, you have to talk yourself into loving one of them. Because I don't think there's enough there to make you fall in love with any of them. And that's why I go back to tape versus talent. And Warner, Kurt Warner, kind of chuckle a little bit. He's like, of course it's tape. And, and I say, and, I, and that's why I would always land on tape, because I turn the film on. What is my first... What is my first instinct? Like, what do I see right away? I mentioned Kurt Warner's son. Right. Listen, if you're good, it shows. It does. I don't care where you go. I don't care who you play with, uh, what conference level. It doesn't matter. But people would ask you how because you, you can say that, but but fans, people on the outside, don't have the context. What is it that makes you go? Oh, you can see it. Like I can see. I'll, just, I'll, I'll use Warner's son again. No, but what is it when you flipped on the tape that jumped out to you? I guess is what I'm asking. Well, just like just confidence, um, uh, toughness, um, for a quarterback, accuracy, footwork, willingness is big for me, willingness to. Take a chance right. and like let your receiver make a play. Challenging throw. Most guys say, "Eh, don't throw it." You know, I got a good receiver here. I'm gonna. It's it's not really a danger throw, but it's a it's a low percentage throw. But I'm gonna give my guy a chance. Fair. He comes down with it. Holy crap! The dude keeps making plays. It could be as simple as that, which I, drives me crazy because it's, it's so much more <laughs> like you know layered than that. Yeah, of course. But, but- dude. Guy makes plays. Like every time I turn the tape on, the dude's making a play. He's blocking somebody. He's finishing. If I was to tell any, any like any offensive player or defensive player, because I've asked college coaches and pro scouts and pro coaches, and they all say the same thing, but nobody wants to listen. They first they they want toughness. They want to see. They can't coach that. They can't convince a guy to be ruthless. They can't convince them to have a chip on their shoulder. But it's a new era. No, but they still, and it's funny because as much as it changes, <laughs> they still want the psycho. Yeah. They want the guy. They want the killer. That's going to, like, not take a cheap shot, but, you know, make you pay for making a stupid decision. Taking an inside step. Sorry, sucker. You're going on your back. They want that. They all want it. No matter how many, how much times it changes, or he gets high flying offense, throw the ball in the air, do all this stuff, they all want the same thing. I'm telling you, I every single coach says the same thing. It's like universal amongst amongst every time I every guy I talk to, they all are looking for the same thing because they cannot coach that tough guy. They they got to find a guy that's skilled and convince them. We're kind of looking for a different attitude here. Can you give us a little something? They don't want to do it. I also wonder. Uh, with the sort of new age of the league, uh, how people will view guys that are tough, that play tough. Not that it would ever be a detriment, but how many organizations will be like, nah, I don't know if I need the toughest people. Or is that something that every organization looks at and says it's non-negotiable? Because to me, it very much should be. That That's a baseline sort of deal. Like if you're not tough, you're not going to make it in the league. No, you won't. Um, Are you ready? Oh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. We understand she's a little girl and that we shouldn't make fun. And we're probably going to go to hell for this. But you'll understand why next for Big Deal, No Big Deal. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, now, more Gresh and Fourier. On WEEI. And streaming on WEEI.com. 
got anything to say for yourselves? We didn't think it was that big a deal. No big deal. It's a big deal. Big deal. Nothing's a big deal. It's no big deal. No big deal. I don't know how to put this, but kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal in New England right now. No big deal. You know what? Actually, I feel like this is no big deal. Not a big deal. Is that how everyone feels? Not a big deal, huh? Big deal. Who cares? Can't deal with it. Yeah, I can't right. deal with it. This is a huge deal. All right, big deal, no big deal. All right, everybody. Oh, man. All right, just hold on. Everybody, just hold on. I want <laughs> Billy and Nick on this, too, because they're going to hell with us. Actually, we're all going to feel yeah. like we're going to hell well, after listen, this one. one. All for one, one for all. Like, if we, if yes, one of us decide exactly. to go down this road, then we're all going to have to suffer the consequences together. All right? So, I know Coop has this, right? Coop is going to be able to pull this up on Twitch. Coop. The visual, the visual is key. Yep. The uh, let me check it. Right hand column. Yep. Coop. This kid vid. There you go. It's in All there. Right. Here we go. So we do not know this little girl's name, and we wouldn't share it anyways. No, this girl. Because we're only willing we to go so far. He's what eight years old. This yes. little girl, maybe nine. Yes. Okay. So this was at at the. Uh, uh, national anthem. It's uh, uh, for the Indiana Pacers. We can't tell who they're playing because they, they just there was no really no information it on was this in little Indiana girl. Is what yeah, we, it looked like it was for the Pacers. Deduce. Okay, and, and the little girl, by the way, is dressed in as you will see on Twitch. A it's like an American flag, almost like prom dressy looking yeah. deal for a yeah. little girl. Because I do in the end. I do have a problem with this. I'll just tease it that way. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so it is a big deal. I'm going to give you the answer before right. we even let you hear it. It okay. is a big deal for me. Um, so what should I do? Just play the whole thing? Because oh, this... No, no. The whole thing needs to be heard because okay. there have definitely been some uh, bad anthems, but this had every player it's covering horrible. their face and laughing because... Uh, the, like Fergie at the All Star Game. Oh, worse. This, this. I is, can't believe they put this little girl out there and said you're doing awesome. But here is this is little Fergie. <laughs> there, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Here's little Fergie uh, singing the national anthem. Stripes and bright stars, the red I feel so. I feel like such a jerk right now. Stop! 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 Did you hear the person in the crowd yelling for the girl as she is holding the note too long? Oh my word! Like you could hear the one person be like, "Yeah." And she's like holding that note. You're like, oh, God, stop drinking this early, please. All right, let's pick it back up. What are we doing? Somebody. What are you, Mariah Carey? (laughs) Oh, Lord. It gets worse. Question is, but I'll try. And the Rockets. <laughs> That's Carlos. I mean, someone, <laughs> this poor little girl, someone's going to have to tell her 
you're not great at this. You know what? I was thinking about this a little more, and, and it's, it's she's, she's, she's on fire. She's horrible. She's and, yeah. I, and I don't feel like I should be held accountable for saying like she's not any good at all. Oh, uh, and the whole why do people feel like they have to add a growl to the anthem because I can't sing that they can't hit the note. But this, even, is, this is one no, of the but, toughest songs in the history of the world to sing. But like Mariah Carey will try to do it and go like up an octave or whatever. Like I don't know why. Like don't mess with the anthem, no, right? Like, yeah. Because why? they no. You, I'll tell you why. They yeah. have no choice. This song. There's a reason why Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, two of the best singers. Um, Ever to really sing it, and Whitney Houston gets more credit for singing the national anthem sure. way back in in the day when it was at the was uh, Super Bowl was at the Rose Bowl nineteen no that was in Tampa. or something like that. Was I that? Think, I think she sang it down at the old Sombrero okay. in Tampa. Um, because they're unbelievable singers. They have such range. They have such like you know uh, you know discipline with all their notes and just their diaphragm and all that thing that all those things that go into being a good singer. Most people can't sing it. Most people can't sing the national anthem. But this is a situation where she's so bad, normally people give her a lot of respect for doing it anyways. Hey, she's horrible. But you know what? They start clapping out of just respect for her, like, not well, giving it's up. Like, it's like, oh, good try, kid. You'll get better. You're okay. And, they, yeah, she's like a cute little kid all dressed up as a... Uh, Lady Liberty, basically. She's got the earring. She's got the 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 the, the headpiece, the big giant bow. She's got the stars in her hair. She's cute as hell. This is why I feel like we're all going to hell. She's uh, think about the courage I'm, I'm that booked, comes in. I'm booked anyway. This is all fun for me. Uh, the the six oh three. It sounded like a bad American Idol audition. Whole <laughs> Mike in New Hampshire. It did. I'm actually amazed. And this is why I said there's. She, her friends got to know that she's not a good singer. Well, right? it's funny. Radio Chick 81 in the Twitch chat is like, she has a good voice. She needs a better coach. That's really oh, that's That makes no sense. Radio what? Chick. Zero. She has. I have a good voice. Ain't teaching me how to sing. Really? I have a beautiful voice. I'm telling you, you can't sing the national anthem. You can't sing it. It's per- what? It's purposely hard. Go ahead. Sing it for real, though. Do you have Do you have the words? Well, I I'm you don't an, even know the words. I'm an American. I know the words. Mo- I would say most Americans do not know all the words. That the I would agree anthem. with you. Okay. That yeah, we we <laughs> we might want to give a test to people every they once in a while. They would know more about Kim Kardashian's the new car she's driving or what guy uh, she's dating. Well, I do feel bad for this uh, little girl, but hey. You put yourself out there. We're going to talk about it. Sorry, kid. Uh, There's a lesson for you. Part of me respects her. The other part wants me to take the parents and be like, what the hell? Yeah, you right. Know? She can't sing. The players are laughing. Yeah. That's, uh, the players are laughing. Hey, the one That's guy, how mean are they? The one guy's covered up. His like, face is completely covered up. Being like, oh, my God. Try not to. You can see him bouncing. Oh, there's the words. You want to sing it right now? Can you scroll down? Can oh you scroll with this coop a little bit so he can literally Again, see the words? I know Fred. the words. Oh, say can you see this segment is over. At the twilight's last gleaming, all right, broad stripes and bright. It's not. It's hard to read through the perilous fight. You know what you've done now? Oh, oh, what is O E R? Well, yeah, I don't know. Er, or. Uh, you have brought Radio Chick 81 out of calling retirement to yell at you about the anthem singer for you. Hey, Radio Chick, go ahead. What's up, guys? How are you? <laughs> Come on. I'm well. How are you? Good. Uh, so, yeah, dude, she's got a good voice. And Foyer, Yo. you have good tone to your voice, bro. Right? You just need a coach. But I know, but just because there's a, there's a whole, like, guy, there's probably some, like, uh, 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 you know, voice coach that has a uh, a vacation home because uh, he's coaching people who can't sing, <laughs> right? For real though, like I said in the chat, I said in the Twitch chat, I want to know who that vocal coach is because they need to like be in jail right now. 
The girl's got good tone. I, I don't feel know. so bad. Her parents are doing her a disservice. Like I'm a classically trained singer. Uh oh. And that song is hard. Oh, so you just outed yourself. Also, let's go. Well, let's... well, but radio chick, I would also add this as well. Humble what brag you, right there. You what, just picked up on that. What do you make of the little girl's outfit? It felt like the parents really kind of well, the outfit is just that's awful. Yeah. The outfit need that that was horrible to begin with. But her voice, like those high tones, she hit him with some clarity. But her coach needs to just know. That coach <laughs> yeah, but... needs to <laughs> never, ever <laughs> open their mouth or try to train anybody else ever again. Uh, it's like flipping on the tape of a quarterback. Radio Chick, we got to run. Thank you there. We appreciate you. She does uh, great work she in just, the Twitch chat. She just and... dropped a hard-o line right she there. She did a good job. Excellent job. See, job. see, Twitchers. Think if you have something really important to say, we will engage with you more than just and, texting you. And I got to give my wife a little love because she also found this last night and made she me listen. Assist. She made me listen to the whole thing, and I was squirming I during feel it. Bad. As I, was. I feel bad for teasing her because it is the amount of courage that it takes for her to get out there, knowing that she doesn't sound very well. That she's not really doing it any justice. It's like, and she's growling. You know, you can't hit that note. Just growl your way through it. That was pretty, that was something. I actually, now I don't feel like we're going to go to hell. Well, I feel like, I mean, I feel pretty good now. Well, I got. You know what it is? Horribly awesome. I have priors that are going to put me in hell anyway, and that girl was sent to torture me on my way there. That's what you'll, you're here. You will hear that in hell for the eternity. Oh. That little girl singing, because that's. That is you'll hear that. That's not purgatory. Send that to I'll tell you that. Great job, somebody. great job by everybody. Good job by you. And uh, there's your big deal, no big deal. Uh, good to hear from <laughs> Radio Chick as well. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, let's get into it for you because we asked our guy Kurt Warner the tape or the talent. What do you want? Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. We'll talk Patriots in the draft with you next. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.